Okay, so you're looking for an apartment to buy and you ask the real estate agent about the strata levies and the strata levies are high. Is that good or bad? We're going to talk about it right now. Stay tuned. Good, how are you going? Good, good, good. Big topic for today. Oh, first, first of all, most importantly, soccer. Soccer, yeah. The big talk at the moment. I must say, the Aussies did well on the weekend. The Aussies did really well. Well done, well done. Well done. Now, City of Sydney put on a big event down at um, Darling Harbour in the IMAX Theatre, and I went down there at 6 in the morning, and boy, was that an event worth uh well done well done to everyone who attended well done to the players far out well i don't think there was really an expectation there the fact that we made it that far win or lose that game i think everyone was super proud and super happy and we put up a good fight yeah yeah it was good good run for the battler that's it and it's the first big event like that since COVID. in terms of I can't remember the last time in Sydney CBD, something like that, where there's heaps of people. And it's nice to see these sorts of events come back now because they were a thing of the past, the past couple of years. So it's good to see them coming back, bring everyone yeah. together. We lost it in 2021 and majority of 22. So it's good to uh, good see normalization. Exactly, exactly. So today, Strata rates. Yes. So guys, so yeah, it's your topic. I know. So today we're going to be talking about strata rates, and the reason why I brought this one up with Mark this morning is I think it's a really crucial thing to talk about, and something that I think for a lot of, especially buyers that have not been in the marketplace very long, looking at properties, something that it's good to understand, because a lot of people when they're looking at strata just look at it on face value. Okay, are the strata rates high? Are they low? And that's how they make their decision whether they think it's a good property or not. There are people out there that look for high strata, high strata level levies and troublesome blocks so they can buy a bargain. Mm, true. And just because it's got a high strata levy doesn't necessarily mean whether the block's good or bad. Um, and I think for because I'm when we're speaking with buyers to give you an idea as agents we provide a strata report for a lot of these properties that we're showing and for a lot of um, buyers that are out there before they even look at the, at the strata report or even think about the strata when they inquire on a property they go what are the strata rates and sometimes if they're above what they think yeah it is my favorite topic Lisa <laughs> if they think it's too high for what they're wanting even if it's maybe one or two hundred dollars a week more than what they were expecting it to be. They go, oh, no, I don't want to look at that property. And what you can really be doing is shooting yourself in the foot where it could actually be a really, really great strata. Yeah. And look, I think it's a bit like everything. Um, the the strata levy is not the marker. Um, the price is not necessarily the marker. The, um, the you know, a, a lot of the time when people, it's, it's when you put all that stuff together into the purchase, how it actually all looks, it's part of, part of the cake uh, but it's not the be all and end all ingredient and and strata is even like that within itself where luke's brought up um 
got special levees. So you may mm. be attracted to a building because it's got low strata, but then there's big singular special levees uh, that have been paid or due to pay. Um, so I think you can't look at strata levees in isolation. You've got to look at them um, basically how with everything else that's involved in the building. So, Mark, how would you do that? So, say you see a, a building and you go, shit, that's a really nice low strata or the opposite. How would you um, then dig, dig deeper? Are there questions yeah. you can ask the agent or what, what are the things that you do? Mm, 100%. Well, it starts obviously when you first 3 nil England are up. <laughs> um, so, guys, it, it starts first of all, ask the agent, obviously, because a lot of people, when they first start, they inquire on realestate.com or domain, they or digitally, they go to the agent, hey, what are the strata rates? Understand what the strata rates are. Come and have a look at the property. That's first of all. There's no point digging into all the strata if you don't even like the property that you're going to come and look at. Come and yep. look at it, see if you like the property. If you do like it, then dig a little bit deeper. Guess what are the strata rates? Ask what's in the sinking fund? What planned works have they got coming up? What have they done in the past? Look at the way they present the common areas. You really is want it, to say- Is it a stupid question asking how much strata levies are? No, I don't think it's a stupid question, but I think it's a, it's one very small piece of the puzzle. It, it, it's great to know, because it's obviously your outgoings, but it, in isolation, it means absolutely nothing in terms of whether a strata is great or bad. There's so many other things hidden, other layers beneath it that will affect it. So important, so important. Mm. I've got a kindy at the moment that we're selling. Um, it's a $4.3 million kindy and mm -hmm. it has a rent coming in of almost $300,000. Big rent. So it it's over a 7% triple net return. The tenant wow. pays for the strata levies. The mm -hmm. tenant pays for the um, which uh, the uh, the fit out inside maintaining the fit out inside. The tenant pays for land tax. The tenant pays for everything. People mm -hmm. have an issue um, with the strata or stra with strata itself uh, and the strata levy, even though the tenant's paying it. And I look at that and I think, and like Lisa said in her comment here, strata is swapping out money for time. So it's programmed. So yeah, it's programmed maintenance for the outside of the building and programmed maintenance for the outside of the building, if it's programmed and done and it's done economically, is very, very good because um, it just means that you're not out there, you're not going to get hit for replacing the roof or, or, or you're not going to get blindsided by repairs or maintenance because they're maintained and, run, and done by professionals. So, mm. you know, I think people are going to be a bit... Don't be uh, be really selective on strata. Educate yourself on strata. If the levy is high on strata or low on strata, understand why. Um, a strata searcher is a great person to do that for you. You can imagine someone who's doing thousands and thousands of strata searches. They get really good at sniffing the bullshit at, at, mm. at the at the well run blocks and the bad run blocks. Um, Michael, what is a bad run strata block? Um, lead to does it lead to high levies, low, low levies? What does that? What does a badly run strata look like? Mm. I've actually seen both. <laughs> I've seen badly run stratas with the lowest levies you can imagine. I've seen badly run blocks with the highest levies you can imagine. And okay. I'll, go on, I'll go on both examples just so people can understand. 
you you might see a block um, a little two bedroom apartment and it's got levies of only six hundred per quarter, and you go, wow, that seems really cheap. Like in terms of my my outgoings are really great with that one there, and then when you go to look at the strata report, it turns out because it's an older block, the um, let's say the balconies have concrete cancer, but they only have a little amount of money in the sinking fund. Only let's say ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars maybe for a block of ten, for example, and the works and costs three hundred thousand dollars to repair. All of a sudden, your very very cheap strata there, you're going to be paying a special levy of potentially tens of thousands of dollars towards it that you would not have known about if you were just looking at purely what the strata rates were. Um, and then all of a sudden you go, wow, we're thousands and tens of thousands of dollars out of pocket. So that's a really extreme example on the low strata levy side. And then I've seen badly run blocks where they have high strata levies um, and maybe they haven't been saving adequately in the past or their expenditures blown out. And now they're having to put up their strata rates to save up more. And I can give you the inverse of both those as well. Um, but it, it's more about the health of the block. It's really about A, how have they managed their finances and B, how they're managing it coming up forward as well. Because I think what a lot of people struggle to realize is as well, you're not the ones doing the work to the block. A lot of times when things are happening with the block, unless there's something very major right there in your apartment, it's a roof leaking into you or something, the, the works that take place really are sort of obsolete to your living. It's not gonna affect your day-to-day -day living. It's just gonna affect your pocket. And you just got to understand, well, how much money is going to come out of my pocket, medium, short term, medium and long term, account for it and then move forward. It could also be a tax deduction for you um, mm. if you're an investor. So I've actually had owners that have lived in buildings. Talk to your accountant on this, guys, to see if you're eligible for this. But I've had people that have happily lived in a building. They've, they've been, uh, there's been some big repairs and maintenance to go on the building. So they've moved out in order to make it an investment, in order to make it a deductible. Um, uh, so which is, you know, sometimes, uh, and you know what, um, some of these high strata levies, it, it could also mean that the building's gonna look sexier, that it's gonna be a value add to the building. So you could be spending a couple of thousand dollars and you could be making a couple of thousand dollars because your unit's getting an intercom or it's getting repainted uh, or, you know, so there's, I think it's really, really important to look at the value add proposition. I know Luke's mentioned it this morning um, that he's attracted, where's, where is he? Yeah, Luke said um, he actually is attracted to it. Um, because there sometimes can be a value proposition or a value add by those levies, mm. um, being, by the building being a bad building, because you're buying it as a bad building and it will end up sometimes as a good building. So he's mm. in, you know, sometimes as a buyer's agent or as a buyer, that's actually quite attractive. Um, mm. So you'd never, you'd never think, you never think that. Hundred percent. And Louina made another good comment as well. Um, if Strata's run independently or it's run by a managed by an owner occupier. That's the thing. So when you guys, when you're looking at Strata as well, obviously there's the Strata committee. There's normally the Strata company that's running it as well. And you want to see the way that they manage it also. Because what you'll find is sometimes, and you can see this in the minutes as well, when a committee, maybe let's say there's works that need to be done to a block. And I've seen blocks where they just keep sweeping under the rug. The strata rates are pretty reasonable. They've got lots of money in the sinking fund. Once again, in theory, it looks all great. But then there's all these works that they were meant to do to the block they should have probably done. But everyone's going, no, no, we don't want to spend the money. Let's just save it. Let's just save it. Versus maybe a block that's gone, hey, 
these things are coming up. Let's spend the money, get onto it now. A, the block presents better. B, it means it's going to save us more money in the long term. Yes, your balance sheet doesn't look as good right this very second, but over the next 10 years, you're actually saving money and you've got a better block. A top-notch lawyer told me once, equity comes with clean hands. Now, if you look at how much equity people have personally themselves that are sitting on the strata committee, all of the owners on the committee, they mm -hmm. all have a hell of a lot of interest in that property and making sure it actually works and goes okay. So in some it's always going to work out generally okay because everyone's going to have good, good intentions because they've all got equity tied up in that, in that property. So even though you freak out when you have one up, even though people freak out when they see a strata, I still don't freak out because I think, you know what, there's 10 units of a million dollars in there. There's $10 million of equity in there. There's, those people are going to be making the right decisions most of the time for that block. They've got best interest. And probably the last point I want to make on it, and it's probably the biggest one in terms of what I find is the difference in strata rates, is you've got your admin fund and you've got your capital works fund. So put simply, your admin fund is your day-to-day -day runnings or month-to-month -month runnings of the block, things that are always being explained. What I find is most blocks, and I'll use DY as an example, Northern Beaches, for Apple for Apple units, a little two better, a big two better, a big three better, a little one better, most of them, funnily enough, for similar size units, because it's based off how big your unit is, your rates, um, for similar size units, the admin fund is actually almost not identical, but within probably a couple hundred dollars for pretty much every single block across the beaches. And the biggest difference is the capital works fund. So to give an example, a, an admin fund for a block might be, for a two bedroom unit, might be six, 650 a quarter they're spending towards the admin side of things then they might have $300 um, a quarter that they're saving towards their capital fund. So that block's strata is $9,950 a quarter. The biggest thing that's going to switch a block, whether it's going to have $750 levies a quarter or $1,200 levies a quarter, is going to be that capital works fund. Um, and so I've found that just because it's a cheaper strata, sometimes that means they're not saving the money into the capital works fund or it's a higher strata and it turns out, hey, they've actually saved up a lot of money because they want to be on top of it. That's probably the biggest difference in terms of strata rates looking in isolation in terms of what the rates are is how much money are they actually saving question uh what's abby asking should the government impose a minimum capital worth saving for all blocks so there's more transparency for buyers yeah there is now. um so now um they used they used to run um body corporates sometimes used to run negative and there's been <laughs> there's been some legislation that's come from that saying that's not allowed anymore um, so, but again, Abby, like you do find that, I'll say it again, equity comes with clean hands. People have got a buck a load of their money tied up in these, in these blocks. They're not, they, they don't always, act, most of the time they're not acting stupid um, with that. Before we go, um, mm. how much should someone expect to spend on a one bedroom unit worth 500,000 with strata levies? It's finally off the rate, just really starting to widen anywhere between 600, probably up to about a thousand a quarter on average. How much does someone expect to pay on a two bedroom unit worth 800,000? 800 to 1200 per quarter. How much does someone expect to pay for a little slightly penthousey three bedroom uh, worth one and a half million in DY? 1100 to 1500. 
rough, rough ballpark. They, Bear in mind, guys, these extremes can go either side as well. They can go a lot more or potentially a little bit less, but the majority of them will fall in those sorts of rough ranges. And I'll tell you what street cheap strata looks like. Take off the zeros and that's cheap strata. So if it's a $600,000 property and it's running 600 a week, 600 a quarter, sorry, that's mm. a pretty cheap strata. So anywhere upwards from there. Um, Luke says they do in Queensland. New South Wales is terrible. Doing Abby's question. And uh, Queensland has to follow a Capital Works report. New South Wales doesn't. Interesting. It's good in terms of the more, I think the more regulation they put around it for this sort of stuff, it does save people almost from themselves. Like you said there, Mark, obviously everyone has a vested interest in it, but the nature of anything, some people run it really, really well, some people don't. And back to, I guess, our original point, just because it has high strata does not necessarily mean it's bad. So all in all, in conclusion, before we go, it's not one ingredient in the strata cake, it's a whole bunch of ingredients cooked together. And hopefully yes. we teach taught you today how to look at what ingredients are important. Exactly. Thanks, Michael. Awesome. Thanks, Mark. Have a great day, man. See ya. Bye. Bye.